Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Pablo, do real men read love stories? Tough question to answer. Many men do not read much of anything. Like the old joke, if all else fails, men read the instructions. The Bible is a love story. A story of God's love for all people on earth, so much so that he sent his son, Jesus of Nazareth, to die for our sins so that whoever believes on him will not die but have everlasting life. That's real love. Okay, Jim, what Bible story are you reviewing as a love story? It's found in the little four-chapter book of Ruth, and I believe your mum Ruth Estabrooks was named after her. My wife, Rita, enjoys reading love stories. She gave me a quick summary after reading the book of Ruth, a love story that includes redemption during the period of the judges in an era of apostasy, unrest, wars, and judgment. This book provides a ray of hope and happiness for us today. Let's do a quick walk through the four chapters. In chapter 1, Naomi leaves Bethlehem because of a famine. Ironically, Bethlehem in the Hebrew language means the house of bread. Beit Lachem. Naomi moves with her husband and two sons to a region called Moab. Then tragedy strikes. Within ten years, Naomi's husband and both sons die. Naomi decides to return to Bethlehem, her native hometown, with her Moabite daughter-in-law, Ruth. Naomi feels that God has punished her because of all the tragic events that have happened to her. It's ironic that God can use a famine as punishment or to advance his purposes, as happened with Joseph and his brothers in the book of Genesis. As Rita observed, Ruth, a Moabite, possesses amazing strength of character. Ruth leaves everything behind, everyone, to emigrate as a stranger to a new place, a new town, and a new culture. In chapter 2, Ruth meets Boaz, who is a worthy man. One Bible commentator called Boaz a man of character, excellence, position, and wealth. Pablo, you and I have been friends for 65 plus years. About 20 years ago, I heard about an introduction for you as a speaker at a conference in Midland, Texas. The MC was called Billy Bob, and Billy Bob said, We have with us tonight Paul Estabrooks, a man of dignity, joy, and strength. (laughs) I had planned to save that tribute for your eulogy, but it sounds a lot like Boaz, a man of character, excellence, position, and wealth. But minus the wealth part. Boaz lives up to this description. He offers kindness, generosity, and protection to Ruth. In verse 4, Boaz shows his relationship to God. He acknowledges the Lord's presence with the workers in the fields, and he recognizes that God makes the lives and the work of the people fruitful. In a twist of irony, Boaz says to Ruth, quote, The Lord repay you for your kindness, unquote, meaning the kindness Ruth is showing in looking after her mother-in-law. And then Boaz becomes the answer to his own prayer as he takes care of Ruth until the end of the harvest. In chapter 3, Naomi instructs Ruth to go to Boaz and ask him to be her kinsman redeemer as set out in Levitical law. 
Ruth does so, and Boaz responds favorably. He is honored that she chose him above other men. He describes her as worthy, a woman of excellence. Boaz quickly takes care of the matter and marries Ruth. In chapter 4, verse 13, Ruth bears a son. The women of the village recognize God's blessing in bringing new life and redemption. The village women praise Ruth and prophesy blessings on Naomi, and Naomi becomes a nurse to the child. Ruth has gone from being a stranger, a slave servant, and a maid servant to becoming a beloved wife. She has now found rest. When we observe the genealogy, we see how God's blessing goes on through the generations until it culminates in the greatest blessing ever as Boaz becomes part of the Messianic line. Boaz was the father of Obed, Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of King David. It's an amazing Bible story, and to think that the prophet Micah would say later in Micah 5.2, But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel whose origins are in the distant past will come from you on my behalf. And sure enough, years later, our Lord Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread, to become bread of life. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The biblical drama is brilliant. You're listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. You can check out more of our programs on our website at goteachglobal.com. Now back to Dr. Jim as we consider further the character of this man called Boaz. Insight number one. The story of Ruth and Boaz show that during chaotic and corrupt times, certain individuals stand out like spiritual lighthouses. They show the way to a place of rest and how to experience the abundant life according to God's word. Rita wants to emulate Ruth, and I think she would appreciate it if I, along with some other men, was more like Boaz. Insight number two. The story of Ruth and Boaz is not only a beautiful story of romance, but also one of redemption as theologians point out. It foreshadows redemption for all mankind. It embodies all the elements in an intriguing tale with a happy ending. We are all part of God's plan for mankind. God placed us on earth to be alive at this exact moment in history, today, because he has a plan to use you and me today. If God did not want us to be used today, he could have had us born in 1932 during the Great Depression or in 1492 to sail with Christopher Columbus. This day is God's day. You and I are alive today by God's sovereign timing. God controlled the selection of our father, our mother, our genetics, our heritage, history, and culture. Our birthplace, date of birth, and even our gender, name, and birth order were all arranged by God's meticulous sovereign timing. As he said to Jeremiah, Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. God did not make any mistakes. 
Yes, after we were born, we are influenced by socioeconomic political factors, family changes, education opportunities, and personal choices. These events and decisions affect our actions, our beliefs, and our character. But in the plan of God, He chose us to know and serve Him as His ambassadors, His agents of reconciliation, His voice, His light to all we meet today. We as men can be a Boaz to the women in our life, men of integrity and grace. Insight number three. The story of Ruth and Boaz reveals God's work in people's lives through hard times such as famines and death. It shows God's constant presence even in the small events such as Ruth ending up in the fields of Boaz and being noticed by him. We also get a glimpse into God's character when he looks at Ruth's heart and not her lineage. In fact, he transfers her into a new lineage with God's chosen people. That is what God does for us. He redeems us from being slaves to sin, blind, dying, and disobedient, to walking in the light of his word, alive, and obeying the new life we have in Jesus Christ. Insight number four. The story of Ruth and Boaz proves that life is not lived without challenges and dangerous curves along the way. This becomes obvious from the start. Ruth shows commitment to Naomi and is willing to embrace a walk into the unknown because she loves and trusts Naomi. Our walk of faith is much like this. We are not knowledgeable about everything happening in our lives, but we trust God knowing that He loves us and is directing us. It takes a strong commitment to our faith as we become more and more a minority due to our godly worldview. Insight number five. The story of Ruth and Boaz demonstrates how Boaz stood out as a godly man, a man of worth and excellence. During the time of the judges when there was no king and everyone did what was right in their own eyes, it was a dark time in Israel's history marked by spiritual wickedness, civil wars, and that was just a start. This inspires us to be a Boaz within our own culture that is rapidly spiraling downwards morally. Philippians 2, 15-16 says it all. So that no one can criticize you, live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like a bright light in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life, Then on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. We are to be a light in the darkness. We are to aspire to be a worthy person. Boaz lived out Micah 6.8. He was loving, kind, and just, and he walked humbly with his God. It takes a firm commitment to implicitly trust God with every aspect of our lives and to rise above the herd instinct of just wanting to be the same and belonging. We are to stand apart as needed, to be knowledgeable about God's ways. We need to teach God's ways and to walk the talk. Insight number six. The story of Ruth and Boaz reinforces that we never know what God is doing through our individual lives to have a spiritual impact on others. We have no idea what God might be wanting to accomplish in His kingdom through us for future purposes, if we are available. 
Ruth asked Boaz, What have I done to deserve such kindness since I am only a foreigner? Yes, I know, Boaz replied, but I also know about everything you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband. I have heard how you left your father and mother and your own land to live here among complete strangers. May the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge, reward you fully for what you have done. Our lives can and do influence the future for better or for worse. Our walk of faith will never be easy, but will be so worth it as we experience God's love, peace, and hope. Insight number seven. The story of Ruth and Boaz is a true love story, not the sensual Hollywood portrayal of passion on steroids, but rather a model of trusting God to provide the right person at the right time so God gets the glory. There you have it, men. A true love story. Ruth and Boaz. Let's ask God to make us like Boaz in character and excellence with a little dignity, joy, and strength added in. For your comments and questions, contact Dr. Jim at menaliveintogod at gmail.com. And do check out our website, goteachglobal.com, for more resources and options to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ.